0: That's right. And again, you know what? I'm just so honored to have the privilege, because it is a privilege, to interview the most incredible people that exist, where we always learn secrets from them. And I really appreciate the feedback we continue to have when I had on the founder of John Paul Mitchell Systems. That's right. Make sure you go ahead and check out that episode with John Paul DeGioia by going to alliances.com, because as you all know, it is the only place... We're entrepreneurs align. Well, we've got an exciting episode with you today and you're just gonna be blown away by first of all, what they're doing and also their background on them. So let's go ahead, let's bring them on. We've got three different people we're gonna be talking to at once here. So this is gonna be great. First of all, we got Zeke Bronfman. Zeke, you're the SESH co-founder, CEO and chairman also, we've got Nate Meadow, Sesh co-founder, president, and Strauss Zelnick, the CEO of Zelnick Media Capital, and also the former chairman of CBS. You could reach them at drinksesh.com. That's d-r-i-n-k-s-e-s-h.com, and of course, we'll have it on our website.com. All right. Well, first of all, I want to get a little bit of background on each of you because you really have some pretty cool things going on in your background. Then we're going to talk about this drink session, how it's taken everything by storm. So let's talk, let's first start off with you, um, Strauss. All right, first of all, you were the former chairman of CBS?
1: Yeah, for, uh, for about 18 months, I served on the board and as chair of the board. I stepped down about a little over a year ago. And then what have you been doing since? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the founder and managing partner of ZMC and I'm the chairman and CEO of Take Two Interactive, which is a leading video game company.
0: Pretty cool, you got a great background. and then also too is is okay so zeke bruffman talk to us a little bit about your background too and kind of your family legacy
2: yeah so this is my first venture in the space um nate and i met when we were in college and this is our first um foray into the beverage alcohol space um i am lucky to have excuse me sorry i'm lucky to have um an unbelievable legacy of my family who was in the beverage alcohol industry for the last four generations. Um, but this is a business that, you know, we are doing independent of that and something that we are doing on our own and very lucky to have that guidance and legacy behind us.
0: All right, Nate, so brief uh, background on you too.
2: Yeah, so as
3: Zeke mentioned, we met, we met in college. Uh, this is our first foray in, into the venture world and specifically the beverage alcohol world. I'm also a type one diabetic and have been for about 16 years now.
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, Zeke, talk to us now. How did this idea come to about to create what you've got, which is Drink Sesh?
2: Yeah. So, th- this concept came out of a very real problem that Nate and I experienced at school long before it turned into a business. And this problem was that, you know, we were very frustrated by the lack of options on the beverage alcohol market when we were um, started going to these college events. And I grew up drinking gins and whiskeys with my grandfathers. So, I shied away from beer, um, and the other options that were there. And Nate has his own reasons for not choosing those.
0: Yeah. and So again, you mentioned about the Seagram's family and stuff. that. What kind of things have you learned, though, from them that you're bringing over to, you know, build this company?
2: Certainly. Yeah. Um, I think connecting with the consumer was sort of the number one thing that my grandfather always spoke about and sold in me. And, you know, you're not building products for yourselves. You're building products for the audience you're building it for. And we got very lucky because the audience we were building this product for was us and our friends. And so it gave us an incredible insight into what the consumer was actually looking for and how to authentically achieve
0: that. All right. So Strauss, we're going to talk about your wisdom. Talk to us about the wisdom that you're sharing with both of these guys, because you've got a wealth of background. I mean, you're, you know, a, a lot deeper than what we briefly just went over and stuff of like that, but talk to us about what you're sharing with them and also what others can learn who are listening and watching. Well, look, I mean, I think the, big story is
1: that these guys have founded a business and they've created a great product. And that product is uh, coming to market and um, looks like it's gonna be really successful and offers great taste and um, not too many calories and no sugar and uh, gives people what they want. So I'm really excited about what they're up to in terms of what limited value I can share. I'm an investor in the company and I'm an advisor um, to the business along with a few other people. And what I think we've generally talked about um, since I don't know much about um, beverages of any sort, I'm a media person, has been how to, how to build a company from, a, from an HR point of view, leadership and uh, general management. And um, with, with the capital they've raised, they've been able to build a team and we spent a good deal of time talking about what that team should look like and how to make sure mm-hmm. that this is sustainable um, in the context of the, uh, the, the growth that they expect to have. So probably that's what as an advisor to the area that we devote the most most time to since, I really don't think I can offer much expertise um, on the alcohol part of the the equation.
0: And Nate, what's the target market then for you guys? It is
3: the, I would say the the young millennial, the 23 to, to 28 year old um skewing slightly masculine but but we want this to be inclusive of everyone we really think of this as as a drink for anyone but but i would say on on the younger millennial side obviously lda plus
0: now again any of you are welcome to jump in on this next one but we've got some questions coming in is in such a a competitive market right and trying to get shelf space and trying to get out there where you've got just millions of things and you know zeke right from the seagram's family just right it's 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 still a challenge in that how do you how do you make your mark? How do you get into those stores or how do you get you know noticed online and all that where you're able to market to your specific target?
2: Yeah. so I think that starts with having a genuinely differentiated product that doesn't exist on the market and that consumers actually have a need for. And once you have that, um, you're able to demonstrate with strong data that we've um, had access to to these retailers that we'll add, revenue, margin, and new customers into their stores um, based on this product that'll add new people into the new consumers into the spike seltzer space. Um, Consumers who previously shied away from it because didn't have enough flavor, didn't taste enough like alcohol, wasn't interesting and nuanced and complex enough. um, And now that enters a whole new world, just as we saw people begin to trade out of craft beer, um, sorry, out of, you know, light beer into more craft beers. We're seeing the exact same trend happen now where people are beginning to trade out of the standard commoditized spike seltzers and up and into a slightly more interesting premium option.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's incredible. Again, you know, being able to launch this and it sounds like you've got just an incredible team. And what's incredible here too, is, is me having the opportunity to interview you, the three of you on the Alliances show, right? They're the only place where entrepreneurs align. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's dot com. Because as you know, it is the only place We're Entrepreneurs Align. That's right. The only place where Entrepreneurs Align. And we've got with us, again, we've got with us Zeke Bronfman, SESH co-founder, CEO and chairman, Nate Meadow, SESH co-founder and president, Strauss Zelnick. He's one of the advisor and former chairman of CBS and Zelnick Media Capital. You can go to drinksesh.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-S-E-S-H. Dot com. That's right. And of course, we'll have it on our on our website and stuff of like that. So talk to us about the the vision too of the company. Any of you are welcome to, but where you ultimately want to go, right? When you're starting this company, you've got a lot of things happening at once. But what's the ultimate vision where you want to go to? Yeah.
2: So Sesh is an incredible brand, and we see that building and becoming one of the you know top 10 seltzer hybrid cocktail beverages in the United States. We think nationally it can be a really significant brand. But on top of SESH, we built an incredible infrastructure here of an amazing team, unbelievable and varied sales channels, great distribution network, um, and the ability to bring other products to market as well. And so when you think of a long-term goal, what we have here is we really want to build a portfolio company of better-for-you, better-tasting brands that connect authentically with the consumer um, across many occasions and many liquids. So that's really where we see this going over the next couple of years, and we're really excited to make it happen.
0: So you've got other kind of products in the development then? We do. We have
2: another brand that we're going to bring to market early this summer um, and then one that's a little farther down the line.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right, Nate. So talk to us more about, too, is, is you know, the the uh, how you guys, you know, how did you guys come up with the idea, though? I mean, when and you said you met uh, Zeke in college.
3: Yeah. So, so Zeke and I met in college actually on the, on the first day of classes. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm a type one diabetic and have been for a while. And one of the biggest things I always remember was not being able to eat the same foods as my friends and always feeling like that was the, the point of the differentiation from being normal was I had to eat different things. And that went away a lot in high school and in you know the end of grade school as I, as I got older and took care of my diabetes. But then when I got to college and started to drink beer or these other, these other alcohols, that feeling started to come back where I couldn't consume a cocktail because you, know, you have 29 grams of sugar or 30 carbs. Um, and so I was always on the lookout for better tasting products that were low calorie, low carb and low sugar. And there weren't a lot of those products on the market.
0: So Strauss being the wisdom of the group here and all that, you probably remember when you were these guys age and stuff of like that. Is it easier or harder now to, to do a startup? And you know, what do you think? Well, that's such a good question.
1: Uh, I mean, it's always tempting to say, you know, everything looked better in the good old days. I actually think the friction to starting a company now is lower because, you know, we've learned in this pandemic how we have to work remotely, but even before you could have a distributed workforce, um, you have technology at your fingertips, and there, there are numerous easy ways to get into business. It's also, I think, easier, somewhat easier to raise venture capital today than it was um, years ago, because I think there's a, a ready market for it, um, but nothing's really easy. At the end of the day, all success is hard won. The only overnight successes are someone else's, and uh, and these guys are working really hard to build this company brick by brick, brick by brick. That's the only way they will be successful. So in that way, I don't think anything's really changed.
0: And also, too, is um, you know we, we ask this sometimes to to people that you know like yourself and all that. Um, what kind of uh, wisdom, you know, have you shared with these guys to keep them motivated and going? Because you know, doing a startup is is, is difficult. You know, there's 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 a lot of barriers, a lot of challenges, and stuff of like that. But you know, I'm sure they come to you and they say, "Hey, you know, how do we do this? What do we?" I mean, how do you how do you keep them motivated? It's such a great question because um, you know,
1: early stage companies, and I've started a few, always um, run into significant barriers. You know, it's never. Never easy to start anything. Um, that said, I think uh, Nate and Zeke have extraordinary motivation. And one of the questions they've never asked me is and how do we stay motivated? Or that hasn't been a problem. They're highly motivated uh, and they're very scrappy and they solve problems. And I've, I think actually to the contrary, I've been incredibly impressed w- when they have run I mean, into some significant challenges, including the pandemic itself, um, that create some real challenges for them uh, retail, the retail channel, obviously was challenging at least for a while. Um, they're resilient. And uh, I think that ability to be resilient is, is, um, correlated with success.
0: All right, Zeke, we're going to do some snooping in the room that you're in right now. I don't know if it's your office bedroom or whatever, but we're gonna do some snooping right now. What's something unique or something that you like? I see some pictures, some different things in your office. What's something unique?
2: Something unique. Uh, I mean, family photos, but I don't know how unique that is. But that's definitely something that uh,
0: I appreciate. Excellent. All right, Nate, how about you?
3: You got uh, a bunch of pictures there. What do you yeah, like? I, these are some, uh, I think they're, those, those are the Beatles, but I do have some in front of me. I have some good pictures uh, of, of me when I was a young kid. So I think I, I'll go with those as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. So how do uh, our listeners and viewers, how do they go about purchasing it? purchasing uh, Sesh?
2: Yeah. So starting on Monday, if they're in New York, New Jersey, Ohio, and Illinois, they can go into their local store and should be there. will also be available at a number of big box chain retailers like Kroger, Binney's, Total Wine. Um, we'll also be available online via GoPuff in those four markets. And starting on February 15th, we'll be available direct to consumer via drinksesh.com to over 25 states. So go online and, and buy some Sesh.
0: And Nate and Zeke, since this is your first startup, what's something uh, What's something that you find very interesting in regards to starting a company?
2: You want to take this one, Nate? Yeah, I mean,
3: I, I feel like we both should, but but I think that it's you wake up every morning and, and you're just so ma- motivated. You know, you're working 12, 15, so many, 18 hour days, and there's always a new problem to solve and there's never a clear solution. And I think that some people shy away from that and it's very interesting for some people and that's something that... It wakes me up, and I know it wakes Zeke up as well, and I think that's just what's been so fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, And I'll add, the incredible people we've met and all of the information we've learned have been probably the most valuable takeaways from this so far. Every single day we have meetings with people that um, teach us something, and
0: that's really the most we can ask for. Excellent. Well, Zeke and Nate, you created a better way to have a sesh. That's right, supporting consumers with better options and authentic flair. Flavor, lower calories, carb lower, lower, lower calories. That's a hero. Zeke Bronfman and Nate Meadows, supported by Strauss Zelnick, CEO of Take Two Interactive. That's right. You can go and reach them and get it at DrinkSesh.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-S-E-S-H.com. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show.